chapter 5 verse 1 to 12 Quiet. We're there. Okay. I saw in the right hand of him who was seated on the throne a scroll written on the inside and on the back, closed and sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel announcing with a loud voice Who is worthy to open the scroll and to break its seals? And no one in heaven and on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or look at it. And I began to weep greatly because no one was found worthy to open the scroll or to look into it. Then one of the 24 elders said to me, Stop weeping. Look closely. The lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has overcome and conquered. He can open the scroll and break its seven seals. And there between the throne and among the elders, I saw a lamb standing as though it had been slain with seven horns and with seven eyes which are the seven spirits of God who have been sent into all the earth. And he came and took the scroll from the right hand of him who sat on the throne. And when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the Lamb, each one holding a harp and golden bowls full of fragrant incense which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song saying worthy and deserving are you to take the scroll and to break its seals. For you were slain and with your blood you purchased people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. You made them to be a kingdom and priests to our God. And they will reign on earth.
The 24 elders were bowing before the throne. And they were declaring. And they were talking about me. They said, worthy and deserving are you. To take the scroll. And to break its seals. For Jesus was slain. And with his blood. He purchased me. For God. From every tribe. Every language. And people. And every nation. He gathered all of us. And he made us a kingdom. He made us priests. He made me a priest. To God. Not to anyone else. To God. And I will reign on earth. <laughs> then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne and of the living creatures and the elders and they numbered myriads and myriads and thousands of thousands saying in a loud voice worthy and deserving is the lamb that was sacrificed to receive power and riches and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. Right there, those were the seven seals. The power, the riches, the wisdom, might, honor, glory and blessing. Sometimes I feel like we don't understand exactly what Christ did for us. They say there's a cloud of witnesses watching us. But you know, every time they watch us, it's like they are, how you watch a football match. If your team scores you, you cheer, right? When we walk in the ways of God, in these seven seals, they cheer, they worship. When we fall, they fall down on their knees and they pray for us. Because how, how do 24 elders Stand before a throne and start to say, You're worthy because you died for this person, because your blood has, has rescued them, because you have redeemed them, because you have caused them to reign. On and then we stay the same, and then we don't reign. And then we don't walk in that freedom. Then we don't walk in that power. Then we don't walk in those riches. We don't walk in that wisdom. We don't walk in that might. We don't walk in that glory. We don't walk in that blessing. How? How? 
This is what Christ has done for us. Chino Christo chatukolede. He broke the seal. Yamenya the seven seals so that we could walk in them Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If there's anybody here and you don't know Christ, you don't have this that he has done for you. The power, the riches, the wisdom, the might. You have not received the life that he has already given. Just right now, put up your hand if you want to receive him. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to ask that you just come to the front right now. Randala Rabashakata Almighty Almighty Worthy is the Lamb Worthy is the Lamb Worthy is the Lamb You are holy
going to begin to repeat after me, okay? Amina, we all understand English or Luganda. English, English. So you're just going to repeat after me. Amen. Say, Father Almighty. Just, I want you to answer. Say, Father Almighty. And all of us here, let's join. Father Almighty. I thank you that for the work that you have done for me. At the cross. And I receive your finished work. Of salvation. I receive you in my life. Today. And always. From today. I walk with you. In spirit. And truth. I am not the same. I am brand new. In Jesus mighty name. Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a mighty hand of praise. Yeah. Come on church. Come on church. Just go with the host, they will write your name and we will tell you more about the decision you have made today. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. You may take your seat in the name of Jesus. Thank you so much, worship team. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, the word of God is powerful, amen? Amen. The word of God is power. It's power. Amen. I don't need to preach. The Holy Spirit ministered through the word. But I'm going to share a couple of things. Amen. Just say hi to your neighbor. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this week, just a couple of announcements before I go into. This week, Pastor Wilbur arrives with his family. I've seen all those that did not clap. I shall tell him. I'm joking. He arrives this week with his entire family. And I think he will preach on Wednesday. I will make sure he preaches on Wednesday. Amen. So make sure you're here. But let's let's welcome him. He's coming back to stay. His whole family. Yeah. So make sure you don't give him reason to want to go away. Right? Make sure when he comes and his family comes and his, they, they all go like, yeah. We never want to go back to Sweden. Amen. 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 Uh, today is the last day of our fast. Thank you so much for all those that put time aside to seek God. Your life will never be the same. Amen. Um, uh, let's open our Bibles to Galatians chapter 5 I am going to try and be as short as possible and finish by one o'clock. Amen. 
Are we there? Galatians 5.25? Just read? Okay. It says, If we claim to live by the Holy Spirit, we must also walk by the Spirit. And my Amplified says, with personal integrity, godly character, and moral courage, our conduct empowered by the Holy Spirit. Amen. So I've been talking about prayer these last couple of months. Weeks. 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 Uh, the last three, this is the fourth week. And today I'm going to talk about prayer. Still. Uh, but one of the prayer, I think we're in prayer code number um, but one of the one of the things that you know God is not a God of coincidence. Everything he does, he has it planned. Out. Amen. It's not a coincidence that it's the last day of our fast. And we're talking about the fourth prayer call. Those of you that were here on Friday for the prayer. You can sort of link it. Because I'm going to touch a bit on uh, what, what God spoke to us Friday. Amen. Um, so I kept asking God, this is the last day of our fast. It's supposed to be powerful, right? It's to preach some powerful message. You've been such free. God has given you power. He has given you. Right? Is that what you're expecting? Fire. Molido. <laughs> okay. I have a very short message. You know, And this is the message I have. God is saying, just because the fast has ended, it's not the end. Amen. Amen. It's not the end. There is a place God is calling us to that is deeper than just a fast. There's a place of worship God is calling us to that is deeper than just worshiping here. Amen. Amen. And while I was sitting here, specific word. Derek, I've never done this. Just come. Today I'm going to do it. Derek, hey, Derek, you also called Derek. Ah, nice to meet you, Derek. The other Derek. Derek Oli. <laughs> he threatened me behind the speaker. I'm not afraid. <laughs> okay. You know, I was talking about what? This is not the end. Eh? God is calling us to something deeper. Um, one of the things God was speaking to me about was that there's fasting and then there's living a fasted life. When you live a fasted life, you never stop fasting. You're always in tune with God. The prayer God we have today is, is being alive unto God so that every day we walk in spirit, we walk aware of what God is doing. Amen? So when I was sitting here and we were praying and I was, I was, I was just meditating on the word, 
I, I remember Derek. Okay. So this is my word. Not mine. This is not the end for you. Amen. Amen. There are things God needs you to do that will require you to step into a deeper place in him. Amen? The, you, hmm. Everything that God has done in you these last couple of years was to prepare you for a place. We make decisions and they determine whether we go left or right. Amen? They're, 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 There are things God needs you to do that will draw him close, that draw you closer to him. Right? And it's not about, he's going to teach you that it's not about your surroundings. It's not about who is next to you and who is going where. He's, he's, you know, when the Holy Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness, he was ministering directly to him. It was for him to empower him, to enable him, right? So now, it, it's not a wilderness. It's not a wilderness. But where he's leading you, it is for you. It is for him to minister directly to you. You don't have to hear God through anyone else. You don't have to hear God through your friends, through your brothers, through... through it. He is going to speak to you. There is a calling on your life. Amen? Father, I thank you. I thank you for everything, the journey that you take him through. I thank you because it is shielded, it is protected, it is leading him directly to you, closer in your word, in, in your word. As he goes in your word, Father, as he goes deeper, you reveal mysteries, you open revelations. There is a foundation that you have laid that cannot be put to shame. There's a foundation you have laid in his spirit and in his life. His spirit is full. His spirit is full. His spirit is full. I pray you teach him to walk according to your spirit, that he will begin to walk, speak, talk according to your spirit. Everything you have ordained, Ephesians, you have predestined good works for him to walk into. He begins to walk into those good works. I thank you, God. I bless him. I anoint him for this season, for the next season in his life. It takes him higher and higher, above and above only. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Don't you ever stop threatening. Like, amen. Amen. Okay. I went ahead, then now I have to come back and explain what exactly I'm talking about. <clears throat> there is a place God is calling us to. Amen. That is beyond the fasting. It is actually the place we are meant to live in. You understand? As new creation, we are meant to live in this place. Hallelujah. Amen. We need to be under instruction all the time. We need to be walking in spirit all the time. It's not supposed to be an occasional thing. It's not supposed to be a thing of saying, if I was not fasting, you see, now that I'm fasting, I no, am. No. But if I was not fasting, 
Do you understand? Have you met people who, when they are fasting, they are quiet? That's when you can bully them. You can send them for anything and they go. But when they are not fasting, try it at your own. Do you understand? But as new creatures, you see, this is the thing. Jesus fasted only once for 40 days. As far as we know, the official set-apart time. But he lived such a fasted life that he said, I only do what I see the Father. That means he was always in communion. He was walking in spirit. He was one. There was no time of if I was not fasting, you understand? So that means even the time when he went into the temple and drove out the people that were selling things, it was as he saw the Father. Amen? Amen. Amen. And you see, it's one thing for Esther to fast. In the Old Testament. For three days it was powerful. And then she walked out. Went before the king. And found favor. Hallelujah. Amen. But now. We have the fullness of Christ. On the inside of us. That favor. That glory, that power, the seven seals that Christ opened for us, we are meant to walk every single day of Do you understand? It's not meant to be a temporary thing. It's not when you're fasting that you see dreams and visions. How many of us during this fasting period, we dream every day? No one. Okay. Dream more than usual. What were you doing? Who, which people don't dream? Eh? Even when you're not fasting, you have dreams. You're there. Okay. Let me explain something. When I'm fasting, my old life. When I would be fasting, I dream every night. Because God speaks to me through dreams. Right? I wake up at 3 a.m. I'll just wake up randomly. And I won't have sleep. I'll be awake. And I know that he's calling me to pray. Right? So the truth is, when you're not eating, your body is dead to its own desires and more alive to what God is doing. Right? It's like you can hear God a little better. Right? right? Because you have not given your body because when you eat a lot, you get a baby. If a baby is full, it will sleep. Yes. That baby will sleep. Ask any mother. If a child is not sleeping, the first thing that doctor will ask you is, are they eating enough? Because when they are full, the next thing is, 
You get lunch like now and eat a full plate. What happens? What happens? You sleep. Right? So, if we're here saying, I try to wake up at night and pray and I can't, reduce your food portion and see what happens. You'll wake up and there'll be no sleep. So that's the truth about fasting. Amen? Amen. Right? But the other truth is Romans 6.11 says even so no, even so consider yourselves to be dead to sin but alive to God alive to who? in unbroken fellowship with him in Christ Jesus. When we are in Christ, we are alive to who? So our reflexes are to to who? To God. We begin to hear things. Amen? If I'm alive to I don't know. Let me take example. This service, right? How does our service go? Service Those of us that come every Sunday, those are, us that are members. We have praise and worship. After praise and worship, we're going to? After the word? So the usual flow is, if there's someone getting saved, when do they get saved? At the end. Right? At the end of the service. Right? Not before the word. Why do we do that? Because we, minister, we, we, we assume that as we minister the word, people will be convicted and then you give the altar call. That's the normal process, right? But because I am alive unto God, when we prayed and we read the word, he said there are people here ready to get saved. So I have a choice. I have a choice to obey. Give an altar call now. Or go with the the program. And I first do what? Preach. And then give the altar call. What if I've missed the moment? What if, if I wait till the end? The person is like, ah. Or they left early. Do you understand? Now, as we go through life, our everyday life, we have to be constantly, what is God doing? And that is what I do. I, what I see God do. I'm alive unto God. Not to my situation. Not to my circumstance. Not to my friends. Because you know some of us are more alive to our friends. We have a problem. We run. Good. Did you know what happened? Patrick, Nyambako. Nyambako, help me. And you're like, Patrick, if you don't help me, I'm dead.
And then we come on Sunday and say, the Lord is my refuge and my strength. In whom shall I trust? Do you understand? We trust the wisdom of man. But we read in Revelations that there is a wisdom that was sealed that no man was found worthy to open except the lion of Judah, the lamb of God. Because of his sacrifice, he was worthy to open that wisdom. And that is what he has given us. Do you understand? Do you understand? There are things we need to... There is... You see, this is my heart. There is a place in worship. You know, some of us, we know how to pray corporately. No, we know. That's when we pray. Like you see, it's easier when other people are praying. You hear your friend go, shikere, you say also, and you pray for one hour. But on your own, you start shatalara. What was Monica saying? We lead worship here. Song after song. Power. We say lift your hands, we kneel down. You lead worship at home alone. You start What's the song? Holy are you Lord God. Nene taga back up. Almighty. Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy. Ah. Hallelujah. There is a place God is calling us to. Yeah? That is not about if you're in church. That is not about if everyone is fasting with you. That is not about if you have a keyboard or not. And it is the place that we will receive revelation. Do you understand? If we find it easy only to pray when everyone else is praying, that's who God is calling. He's calling you to a deeper place. I want someone to lead worship. Eh? There's a scripture. There's a scripture that says that that which is done in the secret shall be where is it? That God does not demonstrate things that have not been started in the secret place. Amen. If I'm to preach here in the public, I have to have preached in the secret place. I have to sit with my sermon and see what I'm going to do. Sometimes even speak it. Sometimes even practice it. 
in the secret where no one is looking. If I'm going to lead worship in the public place, there is a secret place where I have to worship. Because then I can't lead people where I have to worship. I'm not going to come here and say, holy, 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 worship his holiness and in my secret place, I am not worshiping his holiness. Because when I'm leading, I am telling you to go a place that I should have been. When I'm taking you to a place I have been to, I know the signs. I'm like, yeah, we're almost there. When, when you see, when I spoke this tongue at home, in my secret place, this is where it took me. That was the sign that this is where I have reached. So when I'm telling you, I'm like, yes, come, come. In this 2020, we are tired of leaders who are taking us where they have not been. God is calling us to a place where we walk in spirit with him. We are not road signs. This way to Jinja. No. We don't need a signpost. We know the way. We've been to Jinja. We've been to the throne of God. We have been. We have been at his throne and obtained mercy. So I know that if I take you to his throne, you will have mercy. I have been in his presence and experienced his grace. So when I tell you there is a grace, it is not because I have not tasted it. Scripture says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. That's why we stand here and say the Lord is good, the Lord is good. but we have not tasted of his goodness. So when we say it, it is just words. You don't even believe me. But when I have tasted, that's why the blind man said, you see, I don't know who that man is. I don't know his name. But I know what I tasted. I was blind and now I see. So I know that if you're blind, come. You will see. Because that's what I tasted. Do you understand? Do you understand? And for us to begin to taste of his goodness there are places we have to go alone that's why Jesus was led away alone when he received the revelation that's when he comes back and starts picking the twelve We have to go alone. Do you know Genda Feka? Scripture I want us to read. Sorry, my someone, I've gone back and forth, so I have to look for the scriptures. Okay. John 33, 15 to 16. 
It says in a dream, Job, Job, sorry. Yes. Job 33, 15-16. Oh, it's already one o'clock. Sorry. Okay, let me finish. In a dream, a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls on men, while they are sleeping, then he opens the ears of men and seals their So even in the Old Testament, God spoke through dreams. While people were sleeping. Why? Because when your body is asleep, it's not alive to any other thing. It's sort of in a dead state. So God can come and speak. Right? Because when you are awake, you are not listening. Amen. Amen. But as new creations, we are called to so much deeper than God only speaking when we are sleeping. Because you see, God speaking when we are sleeping is like a last resort. He's been trying to say so many things while you're awake. But you're not paying attention. So he gets you when you have no control of anything so that he plants his ideas Today, God is saying, I want to speak to you face to face. May he say of us, you see, who are you to speak against Moses? Gwani, I speak to Moses face That's why they say Moses was not under the law. No, no. He had what we have. That he can go and speak to God face to face. You see, and, and as God was telling me these things, I said, God, okay. I love you that you speak to me in dreams and visions. But now, I am ready to pay attention to be alive to you. That when you talk to me now during the day like this, That when you speak to me while I am driving, I that when you speak to me in the middle of a meeting, a I hear you. You guide me. You tell me, don't do this. Do this. He does not have to wait for me to fall asleep. I am alive unto God. When I am fasting, and when I am not, because I have full control of my body. You understand? Okay, as I close, there are three ways that our eyes are open. Three kinds of eyes. The physical eyes. Then in the spirit, we have two kinds. The eyes of the soul, which is the imagination, and the eyes of the spirit, which is based on truth and the word of God. You understand? We have to be conscious that it is the eyes of the spirit that are leading us. Not the eyes of the physical and not our imagination. 
Because some of us have amazing imaginations. Amazing. If we were to open up what everyone is imagining right <laughs> now. So, you know, some people got saved because they told them that on Judgment Day, they will play a video of every single thing you have done in your life, the, even the things done in the secret. And people just played five minutes of their lives and said, God, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Let me get saved so video. Now I'm here to tell you there's no video. There's no video. Even for those that, some of us, even after we got saved, we started repenting. Less the video. We thought repenting erases the video. There's no, there's no video. There's a higher calling. Our judgment is not about the things we have done. Our judgment is what have we done with the things God has given us? How have we the responsibility Christ has given us? Revelations like I read. How have we used his power? How have we used his riches? How have we used his wisdom? How have we used his honor? How have we used the seven seals that he has opened for us? judgment is not what did you do yesterday? But what you did yesterday may determine how you use the seals. So it's important, but it's not God's focus. His focus is, I gave you time. How did you use it? I gave you riches. How did you use them? I gave you honor. I gave you authority. How did you use it? Are we like the, the steward who said, I know this man, he gives us things, but he's coming back to reap where he didn't sow. Get it, dig in the soil, keep it. And when he comes, you say, this is what you gave me half. What he has given you is going to help you. The authority, the responsibility, the honor, the glory, the riches, the wisdom is for you. To prosper here. To walk in spirit here. Um, but we walk by faith and not by sight. Second Corinthians 5, 6 to 8. Um, there's a scripture I'm looking for. Do you not know? Have you not heard? Isaiah. The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, does not become tired or grow weary. There is no searching of understanding. He gives strength to the weary. And to him who has no might, he increases Even youths grow weary and tired. And vigorous young men stumble badly. But those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. Will renew their power. They will lift up their wings like eagles. They will run and not become weary. They will walk and not grow tired.
God is calling us to a place where he renews our strength. He renews the power. We should not go and run out. We come back to this place. And there's no, actually, there's even no coming back to the place. We walk from this place. We operate from a place of rest. We don't step out of it. We walk in it continually. So it's a higher call. Your fasting doesn't end today. It starts today. Your new life. It starts today. Whatever it is you were praying for in the 21 days. It's not that I received the answer. Yes, you received it, but you start walking in it today. It's a consciousness. It's a declaration you make every single day. It starts Because I know some of us are like, aha, tomorrow I can eat breakfast, I can have lunch, I can have, I can go to Java's KFC. Eh, 21 days, no cafe Java's, no KFC. No pizza, no. And for me, I'm like, now, now, I'm going wherever God tells me. I'm eating whatever God tells me. We have to live a life where in the morning, if you wake up and God says, Today, don't have breakfast, don't have it. Pray. That we wait on God. I want that by the time they announce a fast, you are ahead of it. Some of us they announce a fast and you're like ne chache no Now I had a wedding on Saturday. They don't want me to eat. There is a place your gift can take you. But it only stops somewhere. If we're to see the glory of God, we have to go past. You understand? We go way past your gifting. We go way past your talent or what you're good at. Some of us pride ourselves in, we're like, I can't fast. Me, I can't even go 40 days. Yes. Now go beyond 40 days. It's not about the 40 days. It's about the substance. I'd rather you fasted one day with substance than 500 days. And you got nothing. Amen? Amen. Quality over quantity. Let's all stand up.
I pray for every single person in this room that has taken that step that our closeness with you our oneness with you does not end with this fast. In fact, it starts right now. We choose you every single day. We choose to walk in spirit. We choose to walk by faith and not by sight. We are not of this world. So we choose not to live like the people of this world. We choose to live by the blueprint of heaven. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. Through us. In Jesus' name. Amen.